Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembury. As an empowerment coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live authentically in alignment with their values. I truly believe that everyone is capable of greatness. If you are looking for an honest and refreshingly down-to-earth podcast that can help you become the best version of yourself, you have come to the right place. Think of this podcast as your go-to weekly dose of mindset development. Get ready to feel empowered because the tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think. Please visit theabundancehub.com to read more about my offerings and subscribe to receive a free gift straight to your inbox. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Welcome to episode 37 Ah, it's been a big week. I am going to get straight into it. And first and foremost, I am going to read one of the awesome reviews that was left on the Apple iTunes, Apple iTunes podcast app ratings and reviews section. Thank you to everyone that leaves reviews. I am pleased to announce that in the self-improvement category, we've hit or I've hit, I don't know where I get this wee thing. I suppose everything's about teamwork, right? But I've hit number 12 this week and it's freaking exciting. That's for sure. So we're aiming, we, me, I'm aiming for top 10, hopefully this week, but the end of the year would be amazing, but it's all of the support you guys give me that means I can keep doing this. I'm going to keep telling you that every week because I'm getting thousands and thousands of listeners yet, not thousands of reviews. So come on guys. Give me two minutes of your time. I would greatly appreciate it. (laughs) So um, this week's podcast review is from Spice and Oat. This podcast is gold. I absolutely love listening to a boss babe like Jess. Her teachings are so insightful and raw and I am hooked after one episode. Can't wait to keep listening and learning from someone as wise as Jess. Love how she is empowering women to come into their own and grow confidence. Love, love, love what you are doing, Jess. Can't wait for more. Thank you so much. Beautiful. I appreciate you taking the time to give me that beautiful review. And I absolutely, absolutely love empowering women and men. Um, But yes, definitely tons more females over here listening to the podcast. So this week, I am going to dive into a subject that um, I, I really, to be honest, I really didn't know what to name this, what to name this episode. I'm always trying to come up with really, well, impactful names that kind of spark interest. But um, the the crux of this episode and the the overall message is about why you need to start being and being and becoming a role model for the people around you, not just your kids, but for everybody around you. But most importantly, it probably is really for your children. Um, But, you know, I think the responsibility that we have to be role models is something that we should take really seriously for every single person around us. And now I must preframe this with I'm not saying we have to be perfect. I am the balance queen. I am all about balance. I do not agree with the notion that anyone is perfect. I do not agree with the notion that we can't have moments where we need to recognize where we need to improve all of those things are part of being human but being a role model is something completely different in my mind being a role model is not only about 
doing your best to behave in a certain way. But more importantly, it's about knowing when you need to role model growth and when you need to role model change. And so I've, I've got a perfect, well, I've got a few examples, but you know, one of the things this morning that happened for me was I was driving Scarlett to school. Um, she's my nearly eight year old daughter. And there was something that happened where I, now let me think about it for a minute. Um, I got frustrated, but then what ended up happening was she cut me off and then I got pretty upset and I was like, you ever cut me off again? I'm so sick of you doing that. I've asked you a hundred times. Um, and I got really feisty and then I got upset and then I realized I shouldn't have done that. And I started to feel bad. And so my role model moment was there was then to make a quick apology and to explain why I'll try not to do that again. Right. So being a role model isn't about being perfect. It really, really is about knowing when you need to, let's put it this way. Being a role model is about being authentic, vulnerable, and taking ownership for where you're at. I think those, those three things, authenticity, vulnerability, and ownership are three things that a lot of people have a hard time grasping and conquering. And the reason that we don't love to conquer these things, the reason we don't like being vulnerable and like sometimes we don't like being authentic, we none of us love saying sorry. A lot of the reasons we don't do well in these areas is because it's uncomfortable to admit you've, you're wrong. It's uncomfortable to be vulnerable and be authentically vulnerable. Not not and I don't when when I talk about vulnerability, I don't mean just cry in the corner. I mean just be okay with saying, yes, I'm human and I don't always get things right. And a lot of us are not conditioned to, to do that in any way, shape or form. We've been, we've been shown a completely different model of how and what it means to show up in this world. And so that's the topic for the week. Um, and if you are a follower of me on Instagram, you probably would have picked up this week has been a bit interesting. Um, 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 how many times will I say, um, (laughs) so this week we had, we had a beautiful day on Tuesday. We had Melbourne cup day. I moved house last week. So I'd been in the house for under a week getting dressed and ready for Melbourne cup. I still have about five or six boxes that need unpacking before I can actually feel like I fully unpacked. I am one of those people that's like, everything has to be unpacked or I won't sleep, but this is a huge house. And it was a huge job. And you know, when you unpack stuff and then you're like, oh, that's not in the right spot. And now I don't have more space for this. That's where I'm kind of at. So I need to put some time and energy into that. But in between that, it's been a pretty big week. My hubby went away overseas um, last week for a week. And so I've been here on my own and there's been a lot of different things that have come up. And, you know, for the last, you know, decade, I have been married to my hubby and um, 13 years with him. And so as anyone who's been in a relationship for a long time would know, you know, there are, there are so many different things that you go through as a couple. And Ryan and I have been so fortunate because we have really great people around us and we are both at a stage in our life at the moment where we're really, really open to growth and we're open to knowing our truth, covering our truth. We're open to being honest and vulnerable and authentic, but at the same time, um, this week in particular has been a bit of a challenging one for me. And 
you've I hope you guys can understand but obviously when I'm recording these podcasts that there, there are sometimes other people involved and so I can't always be as specific with details as I want but I've talked to a few people and some of these some of these people are in our family and some of these people are not sometimes this these learnings that I share with you are from clients or from people that I've just chatted to um, and there's been a really great lesson or there's been something in that space that I just feel is absolutely necessary for me to share. So um, a few things come up around guilt and around regret this last couple of weeks and there, there um, there was a couple of conversations that were had and a lot of those conversations were based around what, wishing things were different, right? <laughs> to put it to put it nicely, wishing things were different and having that regret or that guilt for making certain decisions or tolerating certain behavior or acting in certain ways. And now, you know, you get, I suppose this happens to a lot of us, we get to an age or we get to a stage in our life and we go, wow, I wish I hadn't have done that. I wish I hadn't have showed up that way. I wish, wish I hadn't have stayed with that person or I wish I hadn't have said that thing or whatever it may be. And it's something that it's definitely something that I have struggled with in the past. Um, these days, however, I live, I really do focus on being a role model. And so the, the issue of having regret or guilt just doesn't seem to come up as much. It comes up a little bit, but when you grow and when you evolve and when you become more self-aware, what tends to happen is you don't really have guilt or regret because you take ownership. And that's a very big difference. There's a very big difference to in those two behaviors. So the reason people have guilt, have regret um, over anything is, is normally because they just won't own the fact that it's part of who they are. They won't own the fact that everyone makes mistakes and potentially they're just not willing to own up to their behavior. So instead they regret it. They feel guilty about it. And then what can happen over time and what's certainly happened with some people in my circle is that I've watched them get to a point where, um, where that guilt and that regret and those, those things that have happened have become overwhelming and have become something that's been really hard to let go of. And you know, that, that's a hard thing to watch. It's hard to watch someone that you love go through pain at any time. Um, it's really difficult to, you know, to have people around you that you can see are struggling. You can see that are having a hard time. You can see that there's pain and there's regret and all those things. But in the end, whatever that, all that stuff happens and, and we, we all have things that happen within our family and our friendships and, and what have you. But in the end, I'm here to deliver a message and help you guys with a subject that's come up. And so upon reflection this week, I have, I've got a few things to kind of share with you guys that I think is going to help you move into a better space in terms of why you need to start becoming and being a role model today, why it's so important. And, you know, like I touched on at the beginning, being a role model is a is something that it's not just for our children, but I believe it's for everyone around us. Now, one of the things that I would love to touch on first is behavior and communication. So communication is super important in every single relationship we have, how we communicate with our two-year-old and how we communicate with a parent, how we communicate with our workmates, our grown-up children. Those things are super important. Those things are how we, I think, I think that communication is the crux of, 
of being a role model. So one thing that I'm super, super proud of and that I really am more importantly proud of my parents for is that I was really fortunate to be grown to be brought up in a home that really didn't have a lot of arguing or a lot of name calling. We, of course, we had our disagreements and yeah, there were probably a few times when, when we argued, but it was probably because I was about 14 years old and being an absolute bitch of a daughter. <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but yeah, it was probably at times when we totally, when our behavior was so off that we completely deserved a little bit of yelling at but in general, there wasn't really a lot of yelling or name calling or going round and round in circles when it came to how we communicated. My mum and dad never really yelled at each other and therefore it never really became something that we did. And even into our adult years now, I've consciously made that decision within my own home. Um, I'm guilty of sometimes like raising my voice with the kids and I, I definitely... I definitely have to take ownership when I do that and I definitely have to go, you know what, that wasn't that wasn't on. Um, I shouldn't have done that and I always make it my point to apologise straight away. But, you know, in our circles, within the extended family, there, there are definitely people who, who do communicate in different ways. And so for me, communication is so important. And one thing Ryan and I have done is we have really consciously, and it, it hasn't always been perfect, again, um, I must stress that, but especially in the last few months, we've made a really conscious decision to not uh, say things we don't mean, to not get overly emotional and to communicate in a really open and loving way. And I spoke about this on one of the previous podcasts. I think it was 35, number 35. Um, but, you know, coming from a place of love is is a place where you're always going to win. So you'll always win when you communicate with love. Um and when you want to role model behavior, you, it's a pretty simple theory, right? So if you don't want people to yell at you, if you don't want to be talked down to, if you would like to feel safe and secure in your communication, it's your responsibility to make people around you feel safe and secure in your communication. Now, one of the best ways to do that is to almost pre, uh, what's the word? It's to pre-frame how you want to communicate with people. So sometimes what I'll do in my friendships, my relationships or with people around me is I'll say, I'll say to that person, look, I am really conscious of not yelling and I can tell we're getting into a bit of a heated discussion, um, but I would really appreciate it if you didn't yell at me. These are my boundaries, but also I would love to give you the respect and not do that to you. So what I'd prefer to do is try to become, try to come from a place of love here rather than a place of anger, resentment, whatever it may be, guilt, frustration. Um, this is a super cool thing to do as parents because, you know, we've all had times if you're a parent where, you know, mum and dad have had a, you know, you've had a fight in front of the kids or you've said something you didn't mean. And as a parent, if you can consciously start really working on your communication skills, then you can start to role model to your children how how it is and what it means to communicate effectively, right? Which is so exciting. It's so exciting to think that we have the power to do that. So can you imagine if if you were role modeling like the arguing every night before dinner, what how the kids would probably turn out to be quite aggressive and argumentative and easily riled up. Whereas if you still acknowledged that, yes, there are times when mummy and daddy are going to have an argument, but instead of 
of letting our emotions take over, which is the which again is it's the crux, right? It's the crux to everything. Is we never do things we regret. Well, it's we very rarely. I shouldn't say never, um, but we rarely do things we regret or say things we regret or communicate in ways we regret when we're coming from love, when we're conscious about it, when we're intentional and when we have control over the emotions. It's normally when we become highly emotional and we're not thinking rationally that these things come up. So um, so communication is key. It's super, super important to consciously communicate and, and, and to decide, make those decisions. And this is something I did, um, I do on a regular basis actually, but something that I love to do is say, okay, well, what am I consciously choosing at the moment? How am I consciously choosing to show up? And, and one thing that Ryan and I do, and I have said is, you know what, if we, if we get to the point where we feel we need to have a yell, let's instead just separate ourselves and just say, let's come back to this when we're in a better headspace, or let's come back to this later, um, when we can be more loving. Yeah. So it's a pretty, it's a pretty profound thing to say, and it's a pretty great tool. It's pretty simple as well. You see this, this personal development stuff, it isn't, it isn't actually, I mean, there's a lot of depths you can go to when we coach one-on-one and there's a lot of different things that you'll learn when you do the modules and things like that, but it really isn't that complex to communicate effectively. It isn't that complex to get results that you desire. It's just about mastering your own mindset and being emotionally strong and balanced enough to handle situations in a way that guarantees a great result instead of a way that doesn't. And I believe that Handling situations in a way that guarantees the best result is the key to success, right? Because the only time we ever lose our way is when things don't go our way and then we start to behave in ways we don't love and then as a result of that, we get a result we don't like. (laughs) So super cool that we have control of that. Um, Another thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about in terms of this concept of you know, why do we need to start becoming a role model straight away? And what, what does it mean to be a role model is knowing your boundaries. And this, this comes back to communication as well, but knowing your personal boundaries and being strong yet graceful, how you interact in terms of challenging times. So one thing that I know, again, I'm probably bringing this back to arguments, but, um, one thing that I know is that when you're conscious around setting your boundaries, it's it's something that will ultimately always give you a level of respect from the people around you. So it may be it may be just boundaries around what happens in your home, or it may be boundaries about what's set in front of the kids. It may be boundaries around um, any sort of thing, really. I mean, it could be any sort of thing. But when you have boundaries, it's really important to be strong with the expectations and boundaries you have. And obviously there's a fine art on how you do that, but then it's also important to be graceful. And it's also important to interact with loving heart when you are setting those boundaries. So if it was a boundary with a child, um, the boundary might be you're not to come into my bedroom before 5 a.m., depending on what their age is. Um you know, you've got your alarm and you can read, but you know, we're going to, we're going to make it at 5am. No, no one's coming in before five or no one's coming in before six or whatever it may be. And so if you've set a boundary, then that gets broken. That's where you get the ability to be strong in your mind, but also really graceful. So yelling number one is something that I believe 
um, it just shouldn't happen in front of children. And, I mean, we wouldn't yell, well, hopefully not, but we, we don't really yell in front of our friends. But then we tend to in front of our parents, our siblings and our children be totally comfortable with doing things like that. So being a role model is all about treating everyone equally. And it's a sad, it's a sad state of the world that we're in where we feel it's okay to treat our family worse than what we treat other people. I know that there are people I've had altercations with that have said things to me and that have treated me in ways that have been so hurtful yet they would never speak to a workmate like that or the, you know, someone else. And, and again, this is how, this is what we do to role model to our children. The same goes the other way is that we don't need to always be overly nice, but then it's funny how, when we're out, you know, we can be kind of rude to people around us um, or just not open and kind and loving. And so it's super important. It's something that you've got to be conscious about. Um, I love the idea of, being a role model to people I don't know and the way I do things like that is say when I'm at the coffee shop and I consciously keep my phone away from my face when I'm at the coffee shop I try not to talk on my phone while I'm ordering coffee um, or food I thank the waiters I often bring the plates back up to the counter um, because I'm trying to role model not just to myself and not just to my kids but to the people around me that there's actually really cool ways you can get about life. There's really cool ways you can go through this world and impact people. And it's not just, oh, I need to be a coach and impact thousands. You can impact people on a daily basis with your choice to role model good behavior. So easy, right? It's like I heard a story the other day about someone who complained about a product not being delivered as quickly as they had liked. And the way that person behaved was really horrific and they swore down the email, you know, behind their behind their phone or their laptop and they reported this person to the, you know, the PayPal and the Shopify and all these things and I'm sure if this person's listening she's like, "Damn, she's telling my story." But um but that was that was behavior that if anyone was to see it, they would be disgusted in, but also you've got to question your how you role model. And so I think when dealing with anyone, whether it's a service or a product, whether it's a cafe, whether it's a dress shop, whether it's parents, whether it's your siblings, whether it's your, you know, um, your partner, your your children, um, one of your relatives, one of your daughters or sons-in-laws, like it doesn't matter who it is. I think it's so important that we role model correctly. Um, and I've got all these notes here and I'm like, I've pretty much said them all, but consciously deciding, making decisions around how you choose to communicate and um and then becoming aware of your patterns so if you find that things keep happening so look around you and watch for what things and how things consistently show up for you now if they show up with drama a lot then you're going to have to ask yourself you know what patterns do i need to shift in order to become a really really great role model what patterns do i need to shift in order for my kids to see me in the light i would choose them to see me in um, and look, the thing is, it's not our entire responsibility to be role models for our kids. Um, you, I mean, there are, there are children that have been through huge amounts of trauma that are highly successful people. And there are children that have been through hardly any trauma that are not successful people. So you can't, you can't, you know, really, really stuff it up, but you have to own the fact that you are modeling behavior 
and modeling it to your children is super, super important. So I don't, I don't talk about this for you to all be like, oh my gosh, I yelled in front of my child and now they're, they're ruined. Um, I talk about it in terms of the bigger picture stuff, in terms of how you show up to the world, to the outside world, to people that provide us with services. There are so many ways that you can role model being a good person. It's literally endless. It's like, let's go out and buy some gifts so that in case someone does something super nice for us, we're prepared and we'll have something to give them. It's seeking out opportunities to help people. It's using your manners. I know this sounds so simple, but I think that, and and look, this is the general impression I get. A fuck ton of people have forgotten how to do this because people get so caught up in their own lives and in their own pity parties that they feel like the world owes them something and they're living with crippling, you know, guilt and regret and they can't, they can't get about their days. Have you ever been out and just thought, wow, don't people seem cranky today? Or versus, have you ever been out and had the person, you know, in behind you in the line go, you know what, I'll grab you that coffee today. I'd love to shout you that. Or, oh, here, you just dropped this. I'll pick it up for you off the ground instead of staring at you. Um, it's refreshing when people behave the way we'd love them to. And, you know, I, I was sparked a little bit by this, actually. I listened to a podcast from Oprah Soul Sessions the other day with Lady Gaga and her message is all about being kind. It's all about spreading kindness and and it's the same thing as, as what I say in terms of are we spreading love? Are we looking at situations with love? Are we, are we responding with love? Are we speaking with love? Are we smiling and holding ourselves with love? Because that word is super powerful. It's powerful just like kindness. You know, is that is that a kind way to behave? Kindness and love are just the same thing really, right? And when I listened to that podcast the other day, it was um, it was just a beautiful reminder, to be honest, of um, somebody having a loving, kind and open perspective on the world versus, and, and like, I, like I started with, we can all have, we can all have things we haven't loved that happened to us. They, they in fact happened for us, not to us, but we can always have things that we regret, that we wish didn't happen, decisions that we've made that we like to turn back time with. But the truth is, guys, and I did a post about this, um, the truth is, is that you are the one who's in the driver's seat of your life. You know, you are the, you, are, you get to decide, you know, whether you spend your days wishing that you hadn't done things or that you'd done things differently you can spend the rest of your life wishing you'd done things differently or you can start just doing things differently in the future, right? And so if you haven't been getting a great result so far um, by ignoring people when you're in the coffee shop, then maybe you start not ignoring people. Maybe you do start shouting coffees. Maybe you do start helping people across the road. Maybe you do start being a little bit more open and every situation you go into, you ask yourself, how can I be kind? Because that's a very good question and I'm sure that not, not a lot of people are asking themselves that on a daily basis. You know, you walk into a door, into, in through a doorway and all you can think is, I don't want to be here again. Or all you can think is, how do I be kind in this situation? Because the thing is, guys, is that we really only have now. Like we get to choose to be here now or we get to choose not to. We get to choose to enjoy what the now is or we get to choose not to. 
It's so simple, but so many people are missing the mark. Um, another thing that I wanted to kind of touch on before I finish up for today, I'm going to keep this one kind of short and sharp because like I said, I've had a big week and I hope this message is coming across well and I hope it's giving you something to think about. Um, but when you're on a growth journey, when you're evolving, and I know that I've got quite a few of you girls coming to retreat now and um, and doing the, the modules, when you're on a journey of growth, it's super important that you protect your own energy. So what I mean by this is that I'm not saying like you can't see anyone you know, any negative people, cut them out, just say bye-bye, Felicia. No, I'm not saying that. Um, I'm saying you need to protect your energy. And so some simple ways to do this is to, number one, be really conscious of how you want to show up. So if you have a feeling that someone toxic is coming in, um, my suggestion is to, you know, to meditate, to exercise, to eat nutritious food, to do the things that we know serve us, to make sure our energy around it is good. We want to have a clear head. We want to have been drinking lots of water and doing things like that. And, and most importantly, we want to have boundaries. So just as I spoke about at the beginning around having boundaries in terms of how we communicate with each other, you need to have boundaries around your energy. And the only way we get to that point where we know that our vibration has raised and when we know that our energy is at a higher, you know, maybe at a higher field or at a higher playing level than some of the people around you, the only way we then protect it and we kind of, and we get to that point where we can go, look, I'm going to protect that energy is by being present, knowing how we want to feel and then being, being very self-assured about how we get ourselves back to that spot quick, smart when we need to, because I know so many people, my co- a lot of my coaching clients do this and I know you guys know you do, so I can talk about it, but a lot of us love suffering. A lot of us love being in a suffering state. A lot of us thrive on having problems and that is a really really fucked up way to be we need to be thriving off abundance we need to be thriving off kindness and love and setting an example and being a role model those are the things we should be thriving around not the opposite so i hope you guys have enjoyed today um i kind of felt like it was going to be way more impactful than this but it hasn't come out way today. Uh, I'm not disappointed. I feel like there's some really good points in there. What I would love to do though, is I would love for you guys to tell me, especially in the reviews, like how has this helped? So when you're listening to these podcasts, don't just review me as a whole review. One of the episodes, tell me what your you know takeaway was. Talk to me about that. Cause I would really love to know how this specific podcast has helped you. And if it means that you've just had the ability to be kinder and be more loving, then trust me when I tell you that you as a role model will, your level, your um, your ability to be a role model will grow exponentially as a result of being more kind and more loving. Because trust me, there is nothing worse than watching a parent go through pain, watching somebody go through pain and say, I've got so many regrets. I wish I hadn't have done this. I wish I hadn't have done that. Because we're all human and we all make mistakes, but we all get the decision and the choice to be the best role models we can be. Thanks guys. Big love. And I'll be back next week. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the abundance hub podcast. 
please screenshot and share it with your friends because living abundantly means sharing things you love with the people around you. If you post on social media, make sure you use hashtag the abundance hub. And if you'd like to help us, please rate and review the podcast on Apple podcasts. It really helps me get the message out to more people. Congratulations on taking time to invest in yourself today.